Hello and welcome to the Classical Guitar LPs podcast. I'm your host, Aaron Powell. For this episode, we'll be listening to some lute suites of Johann Sebastian Bach. This recording has BWV 996 and 997 on it. And one of the remarkable things about it is the guitarist is actually playing an 11-string guitar, which is not the usual instrument that we listen to on this program. Nonetheless, it's a beautiful recording. The guitarist is Goran Solskjaer, and I'm excited to share this recording with you. We'll be right back. And we're back on the Classical Guitar LPs podcast. Today, we're listening to the 1983 Deutsche Grammophon recording Johann Sebastian Bach Lute Suites. Uh, these are two of the four lute suites. This is BWV 996 and 997 by Goran Solskjaer. It's label 410643-1GH. When you, when you look at one of these LPs, there's just so much visual real estate uh, to take into account. And I always find that to be very fascinating. You know, sometimes there are, are sort of relevant works of art that are on the cover. I know the last episode we did, there was that Fet Gallant style um, Baroque Baroque scenery, you know, where the where the guitar player is is wooing the the lady with his guitar and that sort of thing. That's not the case with this album cover, as you'll see from the episode intro. It's it's simply Goran. It's Goran Solskjaer, the the guitar player. In fact, we don't even have his guitar uh, with him on this, and I think that might have been. I don't know. That might have been something that would have been unique for him to display. Uh, this is his first recording from 1983, as, as I've said. And I had the unique opportunity of actually visiting with Goran um, over email. We traded a couple of emails, which was very fun. As I sort of dug around about, about this artist, I felt it was necessary to figure out who, who is this person uh, because in, in my years of playing, which, which are starting to get pretty up there, as it were, um, the name Gordon Solskjaer was actually a new name to me, and I'm always intrigued about that, especially when I see somebody who I don't know as a guitar player on this record label. And I guess that's where I kind of want to go with this. this. This is a quality quality recording. And I know that for a couple of reasons. First of all, the Deutsche Grammophon record label is just second to none. They're out of Germany. And, you know, there's just sort of a tradition of having having people who are just absolutely phenomenal on these on these record albums. So you, you see that label and you can sort of know and trust, wow, this is this 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 will this will be a great recording to listen to. And uh, and this is this is no different in that case. I'll go on just a little bit with the visuals here and then we'll get into the music. Um, there's a very curious to me, there's a very curious sticker on this and it says uh, factory sealed for your protection. That's that's not the big deal. Uh but but what I find here is that it says audiophile series. And the other thing here, too, is that Deutsche Grammophon uh, is also associated with Polygram uh, records. And, and Polygram, for me, and I have to sort of back off of the classical guitar thing here for a while, Polygram, to me, are, are a lot of the bands that I grew up listening to when I was a kid, like, like Rainbow and... Cinderella, Bon Jovi, Scorpions, bands like that. Now, now, this is not what this podcast is about, but I, I guess what I'm just trying to illustrate is that, you know, 
you can associate quality with with someone that has a great reputation and putting out wonderful recordings. And I think that that's where I'm trying to to bring this together with with Goran's playing and Goran's recording. And as I process that a little bit further, I I know the absolute reason why I don't really know the name Goran Solskjaer all too well. Uh, and that's because of his his choice of instrument that he's playing. He's playing an eleven string guitar, and I've really concentrated my my own life and my own playing around the traditional six string Spanish or classical guitar, the nylon string instrument, that sort of thing. But but I do want to say that his artistry really does shine through, and you can really hear just quite the artist that Goran Solskjaer is on this recording. I think it's remarkable. I think it's wonderful. It's it's beautiful. And I'm I'm excited to get to know more recordings of this of this fine guitar player. I'll go ahead and share some of my correspondence with the artist here. And uh, this is from my email where I reached out to him to start. Dear Aaron and please call me Goran. I, I will from now on. I'll just refer to him as Goran. Thanks for your mail, and I'm happy that you like my recordings. For this 1983 LP, I played a so-called alto guitar built by Swedish guitar maker Georg Bolin in 1980. It has 11 strings, and basically it's tuned like a Renaissance lute in G with a few extra basses. From the top, G, D, A, F, C, then capital G, capital F, capital E flat, capital D, capital C, and capital B flat. For this LP, the third string was tuned in B flat like a guitar with a capo on the third fret. That's why 996 sounds G minor when I play it in E minor, and 997 sounds C minor played in A minor. That's essentially the end of the message uh, from the first interaction I had with Goran, and I'll share the second part of that when we get to side two. So, it's very exciting. It's, It's beautiful playing. I'm going to let you just sort of experience this because if you think you know these two pieces uh, because of how popular the 996 and 997 you need to listen to them in this setting because because they become very very different um, we have all the extra strings that are going on uh, with 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 as much as as the extra the extra tones both above and below with regard to pitch. And it's just a very, very nice soundscape. I found it very refreshing to listen to. And uh, it, it, it always, it always makes a difference when the artist that you're listening to plays as well as Goran. So I almost forgot to mention that the first track on side one is going to the, the fugue in G minor BWV 1000. So enjoy that, that classic uh, fugue as well. And then we'll continue on with side one with the suite in its entirety with the prelude, passaggio, presto, alaman, courant, serabond, bure, and gig. Enjoy side one.
Thank you.
And we're back on the Classical Guitar LPs podcast. I hope you enjoyed that first side. Again, it's just a remarkable thing to to hear those pieces that we know and we associate in those certain keys and and to be here it played uh, first of all in a different key um, is, is is quite the journey to go on. But then but then to hear what the artistry that Goran plays with is is what really makes it a special treat. So excellent job, uh, wonderful wonderful. Uh, interpretation of those works. As we flip over to the 997, uh, that that again will be in a very, um, uh, something that we've gotten very used to with regard to the Baroque suite. So this this piece is structured uh, slightly differently. We have Prelude, Fugue, Sarabon, Gigue, and then double and so you'll hear you'll hear the 997 played and like I say it just it just takes on another another character. Um, to go straight to the actual recording itself, if you've been a listener to this program uh, in episodes before, uh, you'll know that I like to gain a lot of information off of the uh, record jackets themselves, the liner notes. And I know that my my teachers uh, back in undergrad really made a big deal about that. And, and I understand and I, and I know why um, is because we can gain much insight from participating in reading these liner notes of the of the various authors who who write them now i actually don't know who wrote uh these items here because it just says who translated that adele uh poindexter is the person who translated uh the liner notes from this but the thing that sticks out pretty personally is this line here that speaks about uh, the works for loot and so this quote is actually from the person who created the BWV. Uh, this would be the musicologist named Wolfgang Schmeider. And he lists the numbers 995 through 1000, the works for loot, including the suites, uh, 996 and 987, as well as the fugue that we hear on this record. The remarks say, and I quote, authenticity doubtful, end quote. And so, you know, I, I guess... There's just sort of always been this sort of stigma with with the music of of Bach. You know, did did he write it for the actual lute? Uh, was it for a lute harpsichord? Was it for all these different sorts of crazy instruments? And so, so that's where that's where it just all fits so remarkably into the guitar. And I say yes on the guitar, absolutely. Do we want to hear this music played on the guitar? I know that I had a teacher uh, back in college, and and, and he he said, you know, you can hear Bach on a harmonica and it sounds like Bach. And, and he was exactly right. Um, and so, so why not Bach on the guitar? Why not Bach on the 11 string guitar? And so I'll, I'll cross over here and I'll bring up uh, the second bit of correspondence I had with Goran because I did have one uh, further question to ask him. So here we go with the email that I exchanged with Goran, the second email. Essentially what I wanted to know from Goran was okay hey thanks a lot for letting me know what this instrument was i i knew from from doing a little bit of internet research and 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 knowing about the player goran solcher uh from doing a simple a simple google search and looking up that he played on the 11 string guitar but from this actual record from the debut record it really doesn't explain that it doesn't explain okay this is an 11 string guitar etc etc it just says it just says guitar well it's it's very obvious from listening to it to to an to an ear uh who's listened to a lot of guitar recordings that this is not a standard guitar so i'm like well what's going on with this 
that's why I asked the, the primary question. Now, I could find that stuff out on the internet, but it was great to hear from the actual artist. So the second bit of the correspondence was really, okay, wh- why? Why did you start to play the 11-string guitar? What made you go with that? Um, so so a little bit of background uh, to those of you out there. The, the guitar is this six-string instrument, right? We've got the E-A-D-G-B-E. Those are the six strings that we use and in, in a typical situation. And so, you know, on some pieces, yes, we, we, we will detune strings. Uh, often the sixth string is lowered by a whole step. Sometimes with Renaissance tunings, you can, you can take the third string down a half step, and that creates a different palette to create with and all sorts of things. Um, there are other alternate tunings, DAD, GAD, things of that nature uh, that we can do with the six strings. And so this, this 11-string business was something that is completely and totally unique to me because I, I did know about... I did know about, of course, uh, Narcisco Epes, who plays the 10-string guitar. He was sort of one of the pioneers of, of going down that road. And so, so I just said, but, but his timeline is, is earlier than Goran's. He's a, he's a 1950s and onward uh, person with the 10-string guitar. And so this idea with, with Goran, when I asked him about that, I said, well, what made you want to get into the 11-string guitar? And so this was his response. And I was just flattered that he took the time. So here, here he says, Dear Aaron, the 11-string guitar was developed by Georg Bolin together with the Swedish guitarist Per Olaf Johnson, who was also my teacher. So I'll interrupt his email right there. Right there, he was he was taught by someone who who played the eleven string guitar. So that's totally cool. I'll continue. When I heard him play on the instrument, I thought the sound was so beautiful. So I ordered my first one in nineteen seventy three. That's the way it started. I do play the lute too, but I'm not satisfied with the sound I get. My guitar nails on the right hand, but I love listening to it. For example, Nigel North when he plays Bach on the Baroque lute. Hope that explains. All the best and Merry Christmas, Goran. So. So cool to hear from this artist, and I, I reached out to him. He is teaching in in Sweden. His biography from California Artist Management says he has the sole professorship in guitar in Sweden. He's a rem- member of the Royal Swedish Academy of Music and frequently appears on Swedish and international radio and television. And so um, quite a pedigree and uh, quite an artist, and, and uh, I'm just very excited that I was able to make contact with him. He answered so quickly and so nicely, and, and I do hope that, that one day I, I will get a chance to um, perhaps visit with him over Skype or something like that. So in any case, thank you for listening to this uh, episode. This is, uh, once again, this is some music of J.S. Bach, music for lute. Uh, the artist is Goran Solskjaer. This is the 1983 Deutsche Grammophon recording of the J.S. Bach Luke Works, and it's his his first recording with, uh, with Deutsche Grammophon, and so we're ready to listen to side two. This is the BWV 997. Enjoy. Please remember you can access the prior seasons of the Classical Guitar LPs podcast wherever you podcast but certainly on spotify uh you can go back and listen all the way back to the very very first episode you can listen to me pick apart in my quirky and and uh, fun way of listening to these classical guitar recordings uh also if you'd like to reach out i know i just heard from jim in alaska the other day he he listened to uh uh the lorendo almedio episode so thanks for reaching out jim and so uh 
You can do that by reaching out on anchor.fm slash palguitar. You could certainly also go to instagram.com slash palguitar. That's where I do this a lot of the socialing. Uh, certainly I'm on Facebook as well, as well as Twitter. And all of those can be reached. It's essentially you go to that website and find the Powell guitar and, and there I am. So thanks, enjoy, and we'll be ready for side two here. See you next time.
Thank you.